This week on Kettle of Fish, comedian astrologer Christy Bellick stops by to talk about predictable outcomes and unpredictable comedy. Welcome to our after show. We call Kettle of Fish the No Politics Laughter Show. It's time for Kettle of Fish. No debates, hate, or arguments allowed on Kettle of Fish. It's like a Willy Wonka psychedelic acid trip. So hooray for Kettle of Fish. Alrighty, welcome to Kettle of Fish, the show after the show, the talk after the talk, the 20-minute comedy money shot after the two hours of political foreplay. Today we've got D, as always, lurking in the shadows, and yes. Fern. How you guys doing? Super oh, duper! It is an afternoon. It's a rainy afternoon. And yeah, it's it's very, I don't know, it's very calm because, you know, we did not have Dwayne on the ignorance equation today we had jeffrey cover service who is always a delight and um, it was very jeb bush low energy i don't think it was low energy i think it was just very baseline calm and relaxed and yeah yeah that's it baseline we'll go with that <laughs> fern how's it going today i know you're excited about today's show I am super excited. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I got something different out of the show. I thought it flowed really well, and I was happy with how things went. And I'm oh, really yeah, excited I was to talk too. to Christy. All right. Well, who's on today, D? Today, um, I, I, like I said, I'm a little nervous. I know nobody really knows me as well as an astrologer will always know you, right? Like always, mm-hmm. uh, but today we have. Don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Well, I mean, other than your significant other, but tip uh, anyway. Uh, we, today we've got comedian <laughs> slash astrologer uh, Christy Bellick. Christy, how are you today? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, we are absolutely groovy. I want to thank you for calling in today. Um, you are actually going to do something that we've never done on the show and give us our readings. I know you had sent me out my chart, but we were on air when you sent it, so I didn't get a chance to look at it. Um, before the reading, though, tell us a little bit about your comedy and how you kind of balance that against the astrology aspect, because I was watching a bunch of your videos, and there didn't seem to be a whole lot of crossover in the two. There isn't crossover with my stand-up. I, um, I like to call it that I... Do astrology and tarot, but I also tell a lot of rape jokes too. So it's um, it's kind of, but it's it's the same thing as astrology because what astrology does is it it kind of goes in uh to the deep dark secrets of our lives, and I think that's also what stand up comedy does is it kind of pinpoints the deep dark secrets of reality as well. So in a way, it's a balance, but. I haven't brought astrology to the stage all that often. Does one repel the other? In other words, does somebody watch your comedy and go, I can't take you seriously as an astrologer because of this dick joke you told? Or does somebody say, hey, I don't want to listen to your comedy because I don't believe in all that astrologer nonsense? Do you ever have any kind of um, push and pull with those two worlds? Well, actually, a lot of the people I work with are comedians or uh, scientists, which is very interesting the clientele base that I have because it's usually people you wouldn't even expect. Um, I've worked with everyone from uh, people in the finance world to actors to other astrologers just kind of looking for guidance themselves to people that work in um, the deaf field um, that are kind of working on both sides of the world. 
Um, so it's, it's kind of an interesting mix. Once you get into the world, um, you have no idea who's interested in astrology. And I, I was just listening to your show prior to this, and it's even people in politics that are very much uh, interested in astrology as well. So, yeah. Well, I know I'm interested, so let's get to it. Whose um, chart do you want to read first, Christy? Okay, so was it D that I was hearing that was super excited? The Infern. Oh, I think the Infern's excited, and I think I'm a little nervous. She's apprehensive. I'm, <laughs> I'm usually the okay. one that's in the background that nobody really hears from a whole, whole lot. So Ooh, I'm like, that's what I want to start with first. Oh, great. So this, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is D I'm talking to? Yeah. Hi. Okay, so the thing about astrology is, now, I'm just going to do a basic for all three of you, and if you have specific questions for me, let me know if you're working on anything specific that you want to talk about on air. Um, but everybody has their sun sign, which is pretty much what uh, most of us know about. Our birthday uh, relates to our sun sign. There are 12 zodiac signs, um, and it starts out with Aries being the first sign and the 12th sign ending in Pisces. Now, D, you are a Cancer Sun. Mm -hmm. uh, your birthday, let me just make sure I got your data, is your birthday is July 4th, which is super special mm -hmm. um, in the U.S. You, um, the thing about you is we also have a moon sign, which is based on the specific time of our birth. It sets up our moon sign and also something called our Ascendant and houses, which basically means the mask that we wear to the world, how people see us, is based upon our birth time. Mm -hmm. And that kind of sets up the astrology chart. Now, I know I sent all of you an astrology chart, and it probably looks like a compass or maybe something where different points and different, different planets at different points. But they're all different. All three of your charts are very different. And that is important because all three of you, every single person on this earth, has a different purpose. And the way I like to look at charts is to look at where the planets are on that day or transiting planets, meaning face a planet uh, with a wider orb, such as Neptune, takes a couple of years to go around in a, ch a, a chart. I want to see what planets that planet is hitting in your own chart to kind of indicate certain patterns. Mm -hmm. In Dee's case, you're not only a Cancer Sun, but your moon sign is in Scorpio, which is kind of seen as the darker, more mysterious sign. Ooh, and, la, la. <laughs> ooh, la, ooh. la. And it's a lot about working in the background, which I think is interesting because you said, I don't want to be, you know, I, I want to be in the background. I want to hide. And Scorpios are the best. They're the swampiest sign. They're the ones that are the most loyal, though, when, when passionate and in love and will stand up for their families or whoever they love deeply, but also is known as the hidden secret sign. So a Scorpio moon is actually more in line with your energy than your cancer sun. What you're working towards is becoming more of the mother of the chart. Cancer is the mother sign. Mm -hmm. Scorpio is, is kind of the, 
graffiti in the background can be good or bad, can be a little dark and brooding and things like that. So this, there's a nice balance because your ascendant point, meaning the mask that you wear in the world, is in Leo, which is almost screaming, look at me, look at me, let me show you my heart. So my dear D, I want to say it's kind of interesting that you have this balance of your moon sign, your ascendant sign, and then you have your sun sign in Cancer, because part of your chart wants to be seen and heard, and part of your chart wants to hide under a rock. So that that's makes sense. <laughs> basic gist of the dynamic. Now, there's other dynamics in your chart as well that that's moving through your uh, energy, but that's pretty much like the Astro 101 is on D. Uh, any questions, Charlie? Um, I don't know, not really. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody else does on me, but you know that that makes a lot, a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Well, I, I have a general to... question if I can get in here real sure. quick, yeah. because we all <laughs> sent you our place of birth and our time of birth down to the actual time on the clock. Are you yeah. saying that anybody that was born in the same region as me i don't know how granular it gets if it gets down to actual county but the same area as me at on the same day they're going to have a similar personality to me just because of how the stars line up well the way i would like to say it is um it depends on nature versus nurture as well it's a lot about what's going on um in your 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 nature environment how you were raised, how you were treated, how you were um, brought up, but it was also um, has to deal with, uh, I don't know, certain things that go on in your life. Say somebody was born at the exact same time as you, but grew up in, say, a, a different home, a different home dynamic, it's also going to affect the chart as well, if that makes sense. Alrighty, fair um, enough. D, so do you want to know anything about outcomes here, or do you not want the future to have spoilers? Um, I, I see, I'm, I, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I've, I, I started, I, I was always interested in astrology, um, when I was a teenager, and I've studied, like, a lot of the world's major religions, and, um, there, there's a lot of things I've read and, and learned about and things like that. And if there's anything that I kind of decided for myself, it's that while, while where you're born and the time you're born and all of these things have to do with who you are and where you started, you make the decision as to where you're going to end up. So to me, there are no spoilers. It's like, well... I can, I mean, even if I knew, like, for sure, okay, well, you know that tomorrow you're going to be able to see that you're going to watch this TV show or that TV show. Well, that doesn't mean whether or not I'm going to enjoy it or whether I'm going to be sitting or standing or in that room or in that room. It's, I don't know. Yeah, but on that point, my question for Christy would be, like, is astrology meant for you to understand the present so you can navigate better the future? Or is it just a cheat, like, reading to the last page of a book to see what lies ahead? What's its purpose? The, the purpose that I use it for is mainly something called outer transit, which is, I like to look at more planets that have wider orbs, like I said, Neptune, the dwarf star Pluto, things like that, and how they affect your inner chart. A lot of times when people are brought into astrology, it's when they're going through a life crisis of sorts. And 
Um, it's not really something that I like to tamper with on the smaller scale. It's usually bigger decisions, um, end-of-life decisions. I do, my work is generally working with people who are going through end-of-life struggles, very um, deep illnesses, um, or uh, depression. I work with a ton of people who are going through very wow. major bouts of depression. So this is kind of navigating. It's kind of saying you're going to have to go through it. You're going to have to go through the storm. But knowing when the storm is sort of subsiding for people. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't like to look at really small, minor things. I kind of like to look at uh, big transitions for people and, and kind of provide a light or a dark candle in a cave a lot of the time. Fair enough. All right. Let's move on to the next reading, then. You've had your fill, right, Dee? Yeah, I'm I'm still me. It makes sense, but I'm still me, and I still decide what I'm going to do with it. So. All right. All you want to move on to Fern now, Christy, or you want to do me? I'm going to do you last. I'm going to do the ladies first. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Thank Wait, you. I'm Miss Fern. All right. So for you, I have your sun sign as Pisces, which is a very gentle, loving sun sign. And then I look at your moon sign and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a difference here. Because your emotional nature is in the sign of Capricorn. And it's interesting because about a year out, maybe a little less, you were going through a transition called a Pluto conjuncture moon. Meaning, just like I was saying earlier, when outer planets or dwarfs, Pluto is seen as a dwarf star because of, you know, the grass types and all the, all the, NASA guys saying that Pluto is not a planet, but whenever I see this happen, your moon, your emotional nature was almost like base, base camp realigned. And over the last year, this is an emotional regeneration. It's almost like in the astrology world, it's almost like your DNA is reforming. Um, and leading you towards that Pisces sun. The thing about your sun in Pisces, it's with a planet called Mercury. And I don't know if y'all have heard people be like, oh my God, Mercury is in retrograde. Mm -hmm. ah. <laughs> but right <laughs> right now, oh, yeah. Mercury is in retrograde and it does affect the world that we're all in, which is communication. It's kind of like being like, Hey, can you say that twice? Because I don't know if I heard you or communications and electronics kind of acting a little wonky. You just happen to have your Mercury aligned. It's called a conjunction with your sun sign in Pisces. So part of your career path, because the Capricorn moon is like, okay, get down to the brass path. What about my career? Your Capricorn moon answering to the Pisces mercurial sun is saying I must communicate from the depths of my heart. It's pretty much like it's almost like you're singing out loud with what you're communi communicating to the world. And it's interesting because you have a lot of Capricorn in your chart. Your ascendant, your master of the world is also in Capricorn. So what Capricorn energy is, it's very much asking for stability organization, once that 
seven paychecks. But the Pisces sun with your voice is saying, I would rather come from a place of love. So there's the conflict there. And, um, asking yourself, how do I move and transform through this? Um, and for you, because you have a Mercury in Pisces, um, after October 6th, I think if you've had a little bit of communication errors or anything like that between uh, early August, uh, it'll start to lift after October 6th for you, if that makes sense. Uh, but there's a lot about career in your own personal chart here, my dear. Wow. So, guys, do you, are, is all this clicking with you? Oh, yeah, it totally mean, makes sense. Danielle, Nick, you you know, it, 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 I find it so ironic. I think it's you, more personal. You should take a selfie of it and post it on Facebook because <laughs> it's so personal. <laughs> well, what, what I find great about this, Christy, and what's amazing about this is that I did not start the ignorance equation with my friends Danielle and Nick until about a year ago. It's mm-hmm. about where that transition happened. So that really kind of hits home with me um, as far as some stability issues that I ha- and communication issues that I have in my personal life. And so that is, um, it's actually, to me, right on point, right on point. So it, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. I mean, do you see any major shifts? Or I know you say you deal with like big things. Do you see anything coming that I'm going to have to get through? Or do you think it's because you've got be a lot going easier? on? For this is the person to talk to when you talk Absolutely. about big events. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Fern, over the next four years, you're going to be so shift one was a year ago, but over the next four years, this this point A. So a year ago was point A base camp of this emotional transition. And then over the next four years, what's going to happen is there's other planets coming to your Capricorn planet. Now, we're focusing on the Capricorn part, um, which is kind of bringing you two different things. First off, reorganizing stability. Now, this has to do with finances um, and abundance because there are two planets headed down Capricorn's now. One is Jupiter. The other is Saturn. It's not there yet, but it's, it's kind of a four-year process. So over the next four years, you started with your moon, and then it's headed towards your ascendant, which is your map to the world. And I think in your case, um, you're you're getting into getting into more of an authority. Capricorns are the generals of the chart, so your Pisces planets are kind of protective. And I kind of want to say this for for you as well. Both of you have a lot of water planets, but they're very much protected by the other planets you have. So with people who have a lot of water, I always recommend working in realms of art. If you have your own personal art that you can work with, or even as simple as water therapy, um, if you're not near, near a body of water, doing water work, like baths and things like that, to kind of get your body generating that energy. Mm-hmm. I know it's very small, but it's a very simple way to kind of keep going. Um, mm-hmm. you, yeah. Well, so it's interesting that you say today. that about about needing to be near, either artsy, like doing art or being near water. I'm sure, especially Nick, because he sees me every day, but Fern too, like as we spent a month at Virginia Beach, and... The difference between me here where we are now in the mountains 
and me at the beach it's I mean I cried when we had to leave like I cried because I was like this is where I'm supposed to be I'm not supposed to be in the mountains I'm supposed to be by the water like I'm such a water even if I'm not swimming or whatever I'm such a water baby it just it felt more like being whole you know I mean it, it doesn't matter if I touched the water every day or smelled the water every day it was just so much closer that I was just like ah Then we had to come back here, and I'm in the mountains. <laughs> right? Whatever you can do with water, it's very good for you. Oh, yeah. So that is one, that's one uh, quote-unquote astrological medicinal recommendation nice. for you. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. Um, Fern, did you get all the pertinent info you needed, or do you want to probe a little deeper? I, you know, um, I want to hear what she has to say about you. I've got great information, and a lot of it is, it makes a lot of sense um, in a lot of different ways. So I, I thank you so much for doing this. It's just amazing. Oh, you're welcome, my dear. And we have something done, Nick. Let me have it. Let me know how <laughs> fucked up I am. <laughs> Whatever. I think it's interesting because you have a radio show. You reached out to me, and you're a Gemini Sun, which is a comic. Like, that is the comic marker. There's a lot of Gemini, very open with their emotions, generally uh, open with speaking. But when I look at your chart, I'm like, okay, so he's a Gemini Sun. And then everything else is pointing to, I need balance. You have a moon in Libra, which is all about the scales, all about finding balance. Um, I don't know if I can ask on the radio show, but I'm very interested to know your romantic relationships in the past because there is kind of a marker here for... Um, you can ask me anything you want. We're totally open think, on the show. Yeah, yeah. we're very, of, very open. There's like, I don't know if it's with your mother energy or if it's with the like women in your life but there's kind of a not I, w- I don't want to say obsessive quality but you have something called a moon conjunct Pluto so the same thing that Fern went through in her life um, you actually have in your actual life you have this natal you have this in your natal birth chart um, and it's interesting because right now your moon sign is actually up for a lot of different movements. You have a money planet coming to your moon. Uh, the the sun is just about to move into Libra right on your moon. It's all about your moon this year for you. So I think this is about finding balance again. And it's not just about finding balance in your life, but it's finding balance inside yourself. I feel like there is a lot about Especially, there's a there's a little bit of a money transition from last October. I can pinpoint the date. It's like October 15th through mid-August of this year. There was a bit of a money transition. That's and, about when I started writing for If You Only News. Yep. And then that's when we got back and you quit your job. And now we're down yep. to one income again. Yeah, so there's been a lot of change. A lot of change. Okay. So for him, that was hitting the... He is an ascendant in Virgo. And your Virgo ascendant 
is supposed to be out in the world. So what you're doing right now, I'm telling you, keep doing it because you're kind of supposed to be out here talking about politics, talking about how you see the world moving, and keeping a balance between many parties. Part of the Libra's flight and path, even though you're in this Gemini sun, is to bring balance to the community, too. Um, you're kind of like the world's lawyer, in a way. Wow. Um, I like that title. <laughs> Um, it's interesting, though, because your voice is also in an earth sign Taurus. Your Mercury, your vocals, uh, are in Taurus doing something called a trine, a harmonious energy to this Virgo energy that you have. And I think that's going to be very helpful for any community, like any venture that you have in communication. Um I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I'm just like kind of looking around. Let me ask you a logistical question because you keep saying this moon is moving into this house and this is what's coming up for you. How much control do you have over what the stars are aligning to? Can I rebel? In other words, I've been thinking lately, I'm hating politics. I've gotten so much hate. I've just had a family member who deleted me. I, I you know, I get, I end friendships over this and I'm not even disrespectful. I think I'm very level-headed and respectful and the way I approach this whole thing, I'm not bombastic at all. And lately I've been thinking, man, I just want to burn this whole thing to the fucking ground <laughs> and get off the political thing. But I hear you kind of saying to stay the course. If I don't stay the course, does that change my chart? Or does my chart change me? No. Your ch the, the transits that are going around your chart are changing you. I do think you have a very good chart for politics because you have this Libra moon. and It's, it's all about being in that world. But if you decide to change over, it's not like, you know, everything's going to come crashing down. I think one thing is that if you do step away from the political realm, you're going to create whatever your political realm is, if that makes sense. You're never going to be away from quote-unquote politics. And part of these power dynamics that you have are the pseudo-conjunction moves. The power dynamics are people you get haters or you get people kind of being irrational with you is because you do have a natural attraction for that energy. Um, and it's about triangulating that energy. It's about taking the triangle and literally breaking it up on your own, shedding light on what I can swear the bullshit. So if you're shedding light on how people's behavior is, that's part of what a Libra does. It's saying, hey, your behavior is pretty awful. Let's talk about this rationally. So that's that's me. Calling people out on their bullshit. Yeah. That's what I always tell them. Yep. Okay, now you're driving me nuts. I have to know what's, <laughs> what I, what's in my future part thing. Like, I'm like, oh my God, that all makes so much sense for them. I have to know. Like, but you're I, invading my reading. Isn't this going to fuck the stars up or something? <laughs> it makes total <laughs> sense, though, for you, because it's like, uh-huh. So, um, like, you've got to do keep doing what you're doing, because otherwise we're going to have all that drama that you have online that's going to be in our house and i'm not okay with that like <laughs> i don't know it all makes so much sense. i'm hearing that's the a fair point yeah yeah because well, it was in my house before the political so yeah all right exactly. D, yeah go ahead <laughs> well part of the drama factor is i told this to actually somebody i was working with yesterday is it's setting up protections for yourself whatever protections are on your case so if it has to be as simple as if the drama is the drama mainly online like 
uh, the, the, the warriors online that send awful comments? Is that what it is? Or are people like physically trying to mess with y'all? Oh, no, it's mostly yeah. online. I mean, outside of the I'm ending our friendship now, so fuck you type deal. It's online. Mm-hmm. So with the online stuff, I think it's very interesting because this whole world is kind of shifting towards how do we deal with it. Part of this is what we're going to start to work with is when I said um, that planets are going to be moving into Capricorn very soon. The planets that are in Capricorn that are going to start organizing and settling most of us down towards a higher shift are in the sign of Sagittarius. Sagittarius energy is about the fight. So right now we're kind of all in the fight. Even this election coming up is kind of showing us where the holes are in our philosophy. And that's where the planets are in Sagittarius. We have Mars, the the war god in Sagittarius, and Saturn, the organizer. And they're both kind of pinpointing, here are where the holes are in the system. And in the next four years, as a country, as a nation, we're going to be going towards, okay, so how do we clean this up? How do we organize this to be more mature and things like that? So what you're experiencing as a group is what the collective group is also experiencing. No, lovely. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So where do I go from here? In other words, um. I Like I said, I've been wanting to burn it to the ground, kind of, and now I'm kind of hearing, oh, no, don't do that. Stay the course. So basically, and, and another thing I kind of wanted to know, well, let me ask you this first. Do you ever look at someone's chart, and this is just out of morbid curiosity, and go, mm-hmm. holy shit, I've never seen anything like this before. This is just bizarre. Or is yeah. this just all old hat? Is this like, okay, this guy falls into this group, this girl falls into this group, I know what this is? Or do you see charts that just baffle you? I've seen everybody's chart is a mosaic. Everybody's chart has something to say. There's a dynamic, and you could look at it for years and find something new. That's how I see it. Um, but I've definitely seen charts where I'm like, like you know whose chart is, I think, very interesting is Blue Ivy's, um, Beyonce and Jay-Z's uh, child. That wow. put up online is very interesting. If you Google Blue Ivy's natal chart, it's just like, wow, this kid is completely protected. Can you do a chart for somebody without any interaction with them, or do you need to get kind of a feel of the pulse of who they are before you can even do a chart for someone? I can look at a chart on paper and feel the energy or look at the energy dynamics, and then when I meet them, I usually ask, did this happen at this age, and this, or what happened when you were 14? Um, and kind of go from there and kind of see the true story behind it. Because I'm not, I want to put this out there. Most astrologers are intuitive, but they're not psychic, psychic. There are some that are psychic, but I, I myself don't consider myself a psychic. Um, I know people that are really good at things like that, but I myself prefer to have like the hard data in front of me and then go from there, if that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. So what you're saying for me is just stay the course. That's your best piece of advice. Oh, <laughs> yes, answering your question. Um, stay the course. Know that between now and October, things will change even more. Things will expand even more for you regarding spiritual expansion, money expansion, and your po- political questions 
uh, will start getting, you'll start seeing the balance with that. And pay attention to October 9th for your chart. Have I been out of balance? It's not that you're out of balance, it's just kind of changing the dynamic of it. So you're gonna, you're gonna shift into something new, possibly, but this is also expanding what you're already working on, in a way. Wow, this is amazing. Um, I know the ladies probably have some more questions for you. Let me kind of recede it to the background, because especially oh. Fern, this is in your wheelhouse. Fern, what do you want to add? Oh, no, I just think what you do is incredible. Like, I've worked with, um, I myself, and I know the, the listeners, if they're interested in astrology, probably won't think this is as hokey as some other people might think it is, but I've worked with a psychic before. Um, there's a lady up in Maine who is really good. I know that there's a lot of people out there who claim to do what they can do, and there's a lot of uh, fraud out there, but you have hit everything spot on from what I know about Danielle and Nick. It's spot on and certainly for myself. So I want to thank you for doing that. And I also wanted to ask you if there is um, questions that the panel had further, maybe off air or whatever, could we message you to get a little more detail on our oh, chart? Sure. Definitely. Definitely. Do you read great. your own chart, Christy? And if you do, do you have a leg up on everybody else around you because you already know what's coming? I have like it's going to curse. I do read my chart, but I also have, you know, the first person syndrome where I have to get help from other people too because, you know, I can read something and I don't ever want to bend it the wrong way. So I'm lucky because my boyfriend is an astrologer too. Wow. And he reads my chart for me. So, cool. he, uh, it's, yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Dee. I'll yeah. let you get the last word on it. Awesome. This. Yes. Thank you so much for this. This is really cool. Um, okay. I guess since I didn't ask earlier, what should, just really quick, what should I watch for or expect or keep doing or just whatever? <laughs> I think over for you, you're going to, with this moon you have in Scorpio, so give it some time through the fall. For you, it's more getting and preparing for the winter uh, because your moon in Scorpio is going to have what Nick is having now. You're going to start having that sort of expansion, but it's going to be a little bit more of a slower process towards your moon in Scorpio. Um, in this case, I think what you're learning is kind of the observer's view and learning through other people. Um, it's interesting because you and Fern have a nice dynamic because Fern's moon is opposite your sun. Nice. So continue to work together because you guys are kind of a mirror to, uh, to each other. Um, what you have with your sun, you're teaching Fern, and what Fern has with her moon right now, the change she's going through, she's teaching you. So if there's a nice teacher relationship here, but for you, I'd say around November, um, you're going to start feeling a little bit more energized. I think right now it's kind of a limbo period, but just know that mid-November, December is going to be a little bit more learning expansion um, and maybe a little bit more abundance. I'm not sure if it's in the form of money, but it might be a little bit better in that in that sense. Well, sense. like the awesome. man said, I feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Was it in the stars that we that I reached out to you, Christy? 
I think it I think it was meant to be. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I asked you to send me a list of upcoming events that you have, and usually we get one, maybe two things, and you sent me a whole giant list. You are really busy. Why don't you tell everybody what you've got coming up? Sure. So today I'm going to be at Cafe Luna in New Jersey, and I am reading tarot, actually. And this is a gala event. So I believe um, if you want to find the brown paper ticket, um, this is for uh, two nights, New Jersey, 7 p.m. It's on my Facebook, Christy Travels the World at Facebook.com. And tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing Peculiar Comedy. This is in Montclair, New Jersey. And Wednesday night, I will be at Wacky Club in Brooklyn at 8 p.m. Wow. Let me ask you one more question going out the door. Um, is, is, is there such a thing as inherent evil? Do you get so much chart and go, wow, this person's just evil or bad news or bad energy? Stay away, eject. You know, I'm just kind of learning about evil people because I, I always believe that the heart is, is pure. But I'm just learning about that. Um, and I do see charts where I know that there is a great deal of amount of abuse. Um, I think that evil is more of due to the nature factor. Um, I think it's mainly due to because people are also abused themselves and it comes out that way. But I don't think that evil is something that, like, say, a fairy tale looks at. I think that everything can be overcome. But when you meet somebody like me, and I, this is just so interesting, I can't shut up. When you meet somebody like me and look at my chart, or D or anybody, do you look at my chart and go, yeah, I get who this guy is? Like, do you feel like you know me just from this little sundial that you sent me and all these numbers on this piece of paper? I look at your chart, and here's what I think. I think um, that you're, I don't know if you're curmudgeon. I'm not sure if you're curmudgeon. A little bit. <laughs> but when I look at your chart, I just think, oh, he's a Virgo ascendant with a Libra moon. He has a lot to say. He has a lot of opinions. And it'd be a very interesting morning coffee because I kind of feel like you could be one of those, like the uncle that is the curmudgeon, that type of energy. But I love it. It's great. Wow. It's kind of like doctors who says the asthma in room four or the like lung disease in room six. You just see me as a Virgo in this house. Nice to know. But it all makes sense. Absolutely. It does. Mm-hmm. All righty. We got to get out of here. This has run long. I want to thank you so much, Christy. Um, I'm sure all of us are going to be in touch to learn more. Send me whatever information you want, and I will stick it up on our show page to get some more people like traffic driven your way, because I think people really need to check you out, because this mm-hmm. has been eye-opening for me. Well, thank you. I hope you have a great, great rest of your day. All righty. Thank you so much. All righty, guys. There we are. Do you guys feel fulfilled? Because I know I do. Yeah, it's cool. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All righty, D. I want to get myself a sandwich. So take it away. You got it. We talk a lot. We talk a lot.